Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly, friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. And, uh, well, you know, we have not yet had to perform a hatchetation today. Uh, look, I have to be nice because I'm sitting in, uh, and it's such an honor for Scott and Richard Lee. Uh, the Lee brothers had to be away today, and uh, and it's great. And uh, Lee brothers, you guys just, you know, take a month, okay? <laughs> I'm having a ball, and uh, that was a great interview we had just uh, with Tr- Trevor Loudon. And uh, the gentleman on the line with us now, uh, Owens, wow, this guy is a former Army intelligence officer, and Brad Owens was recently uh, interviewed with uh, Tucker Carlson, and he was actually on the ground five years ago. And you all heard me talk about this right on the anniversary of uh, September 11th as I went through the long, long history of uh, Islamic uh, attacks that date all the way back to 1565 people, okay? The Battle of Malta, uh, the Siege of Vienna. Uh, you, you just go on and on and on. And uh, Brad, Thank you so much. First of all, sir, thank you for your service, and thank you for, on such short notice, uh, agreeing to share your story with our audience here on um, The Really Real Deal. Well, thank you for having me today, brother Craig. Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, many of us knew this, that the State Department had asked you guys to to, to tone it down, to not speak. As a matter of fact, uh, Tonto, Tig, and Oz, I mean, I've talked to, I've interviewed Tonto several times over the years. We had uh, all three of them uh, here uh, when they uh, released the movie 13 Hours in Benghazi. Uh, They confirmed it, and of course, uh, the higher-ups literally called these brave men liars. And uh, what do you say? Well, they're not liars, and, um, you know, we're coming forward now because after five years, still nobody has really been held accountable. The only men that have been held accountable, the only people who have been held accountable are Stephen Smith, Doherty, and Woods, who are in their graves right now. Yes. And so we feel like uh, the time with the change of administration in D.C., and uh, now that we hope the politics can be taken out of it, now that Secretary Clinton is no longer a candidate, we, uh, we hope that uh, that us coming forward and presenting a little bit of a little bit of new information from a different angle might shed some light on just how these bad actors had the opportunity to get in and kill our people. Yeah, yeah, and you know they they asked your company you you work for Torres Security and you all were brought in one week before the attack. So the the attack was on September 11th. So you were brought in on I guess September 4th. And they had uh, some weak sister group that was totally unarmed, had uh, never, ever done a Blue Mountain group, had never done anything like this before. And, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe, uh, you know, the owner was some one of Hillary's girlfriends from college. Who knows how they get a contract like that. And they asked you all to do the same thing, step in, replace them, and be unarmed. Uh, What planet are these people from? Well, I'll tell you, they're from the planet of Roslyn, Virginia, uh, because what happens is is these guys that are sitting safe in their buildings in Roslyn, Virginia, in the cubicles up there, the contracting officers, they get to make these choices that affect men's lives downrange, and it's very much true. I mean, you can look at what, look, you don't have to take my word for it, look at the WikiLeaks cables that came out, 
where the ambassador just six weeks before the attack said that this compound couldn't sustain a coordinated attack. Look at the hundreds of requests for security, additional security, given the threat posture that was there that was ignored. Um, look at the fact that the State Department had contracted with the February 17th Martyrs Brigade, which was a uh, an Eastern Libyan uh, militia which has ties to Alan Salar and Al-Qaeda in Africa. They literally were paying them to help guard the compound until the enemy got the contract. Yeah, sure. The enemy. Well, I mean, I mean well, let's you know, call it what it is. They, they're giving money to the enemy. Now, are you familiar with Islamic history that normally happens on September 11th that's been happening since 1565 when the Knights of Malta had to stop uh, a, a Muslim advance that was trying to conquer the entire continent of Europe? I am not familiar with that history, but I'll take your word for it. Yes, I mean, September 11th is a big deal to the Muslim world, which is why they chose September 11th, because the first two September 11ths, they lost, <laughs> okay? And these are very proud people, They, you know, and ever since they got defeated in uh, 1565 by the Christian, yes, Christian, the Christian Knights of Malta. I'm a Christian, and I love it when Christians tote their onions to the battle, okay? And uh, <laughs> it's fine to bring your Bible, but bring your onions too, okay? And, uh, the Knights of Malta brought their onions in 1565. Uh, and um, at, at the Siege of Vienna, uh, same thing. Uh, Polish King Jan Sobieski uh, showed up with 38,000 men. They say it was the largest cavalry attack in the history of the world. 38,000 men on horseback. Okay. Well, and, that'll make, uh, that, that'll simulate an earthquake. I'll guarantee you that. Yes, yes. So my thing is that on... Any September 11th, the one we just had, I, I would hope around the world military people were on high alert. And maybe some attacks got uh, knocked out that we don't know about and maybe we don't even need to know about it. Well, you know, it's, it's funny you should bring that up because, you know, I've worked in embassy security for a lot of years now. And uh, these, these contracts that we're talking about are what's called local guard force contracts, LGF contracts. Mm -hmm. That's where contracting firms like ours come in and we hire local nationals. They're like the TSA for folks who travel. Mm -hmm. They're like the TSA of the State Department. They're the first line of defense. They run the X-ray machines, the walk-through metal detectors, search the vehicles and people, that sort of thing, be sure that they don't bring contraband in. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I've, I've worked in this a lot, and, and even in embassies, especially, you know, for several years after the, the original 9-11 attacks, um, I got in this business probably about 11 years ago, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, mm -hmm. and um, there was a, you know, usually the embassies are minimal staff and locked down on September 11th just to present a, a less uh, less of an opportunity in case someone wants to do a copycat or, or do mm -hmm. an attack on that day. It was interesting that the ambassador was traveling on that day. That's one. Secondly, without a large security team. And the other piece was, um, and, and I want to, I'll tell you, with, as far as the Blue Mountain guys go, you know, we've been in this business a long time. We'd never heard of them, really. Mm -hmm. They had a couple of guys in Tripoli right after the fall of Tripoli. They were augmenting the security for the uh, the Canadians and the Brits. But, you know, they, they didn't have any past performance with these types of contracts. We're a fairly large company. We have 6,000 employees wow. worldwide. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, we've conducted over 49 of these contracts, everything from very high threat in Iraq and Afghanistan to rather benign in Slovakia. Mm -hmm. So and everything in between. 
so what has happened now is is that you know we were, we went, I went ahead and took a team in, into Libya in 2011, the middle of 2011, just after the fall of Tripoli. To just as we say in the military, lean forward in the foxhole, you know, just kind of be ready for when mm-hmm. anything came out. Um, this this Benghazi request for proposals came out in February 2012, and I visited Benghazi. I was uh, I went and was on and got to visit the compound. They allow you to do a site visit, so you can write a technical proposal about how you will actually conduct the contract that mm-hmm. requests the physical security. So I was the only person that showed up for the site visit, the only vendor. Mm-hmm. Now, and, uh, now could, could I? We, we're up against a break, and this is fascinating. And I, I don't want you to cut it short. So, would you mind holding it and, and fill us in with that on the other side? Of course. Okay, great, great. Well, all right, folks, if you're just joining us and you're accustomed to hearing Scott and Richard Lee, they'll be back next week. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, is sitting in, and we have uh, Brad Owens with us uh, from Benghazi. He was on the ground five years ago. When we come back from the break, we're going to complete this uh, interview here. Uh, We will be right back. I'm Richard Lee. And I'm Scott Lee. And we're here to tell you about the superior service we get from the great people at Haley Buick GMC. That's right. Technicians at Haley are true professionals with the knowledge, training, and equipment to take care of all of your automotive service needs. If you drive a Buick at GMC or Chevrolet, Haley Buick GMC is the only name you need to know. To make sure their technicians are the best trained in the area, Haley spends tens of thousands of dollars for ongoing training. And they don't use aftermarket cheap parts when it comes to fixing and or maintaining your car and truck. Shop and compare, you'll find their prices are the best in the area and if you find yourself in need of a collision center haley's body shop can repair any make or model they deal with every insurance company and their technicians do amazing work and while you're there test drive one of our favorites the buick encore or enclave or an incredible gmc ask barry about the amazing 24-month lease program and pick up your honorary lee brother bumper sticker haley buick gmc on midlothian turnpike the lee brothers choice for all of our automotive needs that's haley buick gmc 9831 midlothian turnpike in richmond Haley Buick GMC on Midlothian Turnpike is excited to have one Buick Cascada at the dealership right now for test drives. It's an exciting Buick convertible that has the style and class that will have you on the road feeling and looking great. This car distinguishes itself against all other cars on the road. Visit HaleyBuickGMC.com to see a picture, then go by and take a test drive. Be sure to ask for the Lee Brothers lease payment. It will at least get you a full tank of gas if you buy the car from them. Spring is almost here, so get the car of your dreams today at Haley Buick GMC on Midlothian. That's Haley Buick GMC. Beat the heat before the heat beats you. Call Daniel's Heating and Refrigeration now at 804-379-1155 for your free quote. Summer heat is rolling in, and Daniel's Heating and Refrigeration is offering a free Wi-Fi thermostat with any system replacement. Extend the life of your HVAC system. Save energy with a low-cost maintenance agreement. Call Daniel's Heating and Refrigeration now at 804-379-1155. That's 804-379-1155. Well, that's how a man like Obama gets away with lying, because if you say anything about his lies, they call you a racist. They have been indoctrinated to believe that anyone who criticizes a person of color is by definition a bigot. Even if you're right, you're wrong. This is the, this is the problem we're having right now. Tune in to the Savage Nation weekdays here on Richmond's Choice for Conservative Talk Radio. WNTW 820, The Answer. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820, 97.7 FM. 
Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here, not on The Really Real Deal, which you can hear tomorrow morning from 10 to noon, but I'm coming at you live from the Lee Brothers program, and uh, we're going to be here until 6 o'clock, and uh, it's such an honor to sit in for Scott and Richard Lee, and uh, I just love to do this anytime, and uh, we have with us Brad Owens, a former Army intelligence officer with direct experience, gentleman was on the ground in Libya, in, in Benghazi, uh, back when our ambassador and uh, four other men were killed. And uh, Brad, you were sharing uh, your story prior to the break. And uh, let's share again with the audience and, 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 and put a nice little bow on that story, sir. Yeah, well, um, basically we bid, you know, we had visited the compound bid for the contract we were their sole competitor and then the uh, the bureaucrats and Roslyn Virginia decided that we had to have at least one other competitor so they rebid it and this Blue Mountain group had, you know came in and won beat us by four percentage points mm-hmm. um, small amount of money to give give the audience perspective it was a one-year contract and so for a savings of fifty dollars a day they went wow. with this company yeah, instead of ours so yeah so fast forward. You know, um, you wouldn't you wouldn't put a roof on your house to save fifty dollars a day. Talk about human lives. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's just it it was a lot of the stuff around the con. One of the big reasons we're coming forward is because a lot of the things surrounding the contracting process have never been fully investigated, and mm-hmm. nobody really knows what you know what has happened. So the uh, so fast forward six months, twelve days before the attacks. We know we figured we'd get another bite at the apple. We could have pushed it, but it was a one-year contract. We had other larger fish to fry, so um, we let it go. Six months later, our director of operations is in another meeting. for uh, We had won the Pakistan embassy and consulates, <clears throat> so he was at uh, Roslyn, Virginia, at the State Department building, and uh, was in a meeting for the stand-up of Pakistan, and he got pulled out by Jan Vistentainer. Now, Jan Vistentainer and Sharon James are two career bureaucrats, uh, middle management guys in the uh, State Department, and Jan Vistentainer was the one in charge of the contract for Benghazi. <coughs> Excuse me. And Sharon James is the uh, is the department director for the diplomatic security contracting. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, Jan pulls uh, Jan Vicentainer, uh pulls uh, our guy out of the meeting and says, "We need you to perform in Libya. Can you still perform there?" So they called me because it's my area and my team, and I got switched on. And we kept pinging them every day. We'd call asking for what's called a notice to proceed. Once they give us a piece of paper called a notice to proceed, we're allowed to spend money towards the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd so, already put a proposal in. Our pricing was already in, so there was none mm-hmm. of that needed to be done. They only had to novate the contract with the other company and, and activate ours, and we could have been there. Our team would have been there within 48 hours, and we just stood the entire contract up probably inside of two weeks. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. You, you say you can, you can get things done within two weeks, okay? Now, when the attack occurred, there were men nearby that wanted to come and help the people that were under attack because it was more than just the, uh, the six people that died. The uh, the the uh, Tig and Ta uh, Tig and uh, Tonto and Oz who came along with uh, Doherty and Woods uh, who who unfortunately were killed in that attack. They were told to stand down, and there was a, a group in um, 
in, in North Africa that by helicopter or airplane uh, could have gotten there within an hour. Now, why, why did all of that, ha- was all of that just because Barack Obama had put the story out that the war on terror had been won and he was running for re-election? Well, I don't. I don't know if it was part of that. I, what I do believe was that. Can you can you the, get into the, the why of it though? I would say I would say it's it's, it's a basic. Um, you know, this is this kind of illustrates the ineptness of the large federal government. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when a situation is being thrust upon them, and they had us drone in the air. I mean, we know that they know exactly what was going on. Uh, now, that's could, another you, thing that they denied, and and I I mean. Uh, my understanding was that from the uh, situation room, they watched this unfold in real time. Okay, yeah, they and had a drone. They had a drone in the air. Anyone right. that denies that's lying to you. Okay, I can tell you they had a drone in the air. They saw and they the say on. Obama's whereabouts were unknown. I mean that the lies that they tell that people refuse to challenge them on. Well, the interesting thing is, is on that side of it, is there were also. Uh, a small group of uh, special forces guys that were in Tripoli as part of the security team there that were on loan from Africa. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's by helicopter asset. I mean, it's, you know, if you drove it, it was nine hours on the road. I mean, so you can imagine, you know, within two or three hours, we could have had some, uh, some, a couple of A-teams on scene had they pulled the trigger on it. And, you know, right. then there was, then there's, there's the, the airborne response team at the 173rd Airborne at Avio, Aviano, Italy. They could have had their birds in the air and probably been there inside of two or three hours as well. So it wasn't just the guys that were nearby. I mean, there mm-hmm. was real assets to respond to this in the region. And what wow. I believe, I just believe that there is a, there's just a, um, a reluctance to commit troops by certain, uh, you know, certain uh, political parties and political mm-hmm. players. Well, let's just because, say Democrats. I well, mean, I, I'm tr- I try to say political. I, I was listening. I, I was know. A I'm a I'm political Democrat. guy. I'm, I'm, look, I'm sorry. I'm, and look, no, and no, I'm but, sitting but, in on somebody else's show. No, but, but <laughs> this is how but, we brother, get down on my program. Uh, brother Craig is perfectly fine. The thing is, I was a, I was a Democrat for many many years. Really? And uh, I was a Southern Democrat. You know, there's not many uh, there's not many consu- me and Jim Webb were the last two in the party. It seems <laughs> so we turned the lights out on the way. But what happened? Was I actually, all kidding aside, I left the party over this. Right. I'm no longer consider myself a Democrat. Well, thank and, you. Um, Thank and you. I, better look. Better late than never. Okay. <laughs> well, and, and but you know that down south here, you're born a Republican or you're born a Democrat. So well, look, be, trust you know? me, I know it. You know, my family is the same way. You know, they're all Democrats. Me, my wife, my children, we are the only Republicans. Okay. And, well, it's uh, interesting. You know, I, I, I after this situation. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I was the treasurer of the county party for a term. I mean, I was a pretty active Democrat, but I'll, I can tell you right now, given the the choice of Secretary Clinton in the last race, and mm-hmm. given what I know to be true about Benghazi, um, I believe in the sanctity of life. I believe that God all life has you. value. I believe that all life has value uh, from God, and I also believe that these these Amen. men were people of substance. They were people of substance, and they, they deserve justice. And, you know, I the one of the main reasons we step forward now mm-hmm. is because President Trump had won. I mean, it's, oh, it's just okay. a well-known fact yeah. that had Hillary Clinton won, there's no way you and I would be speaking about this right now because You're nothing right. would happen. It now, would only 
we, I'm, I'm at one more break now. Can you hold one more time, and co- and then we're only going to have two minutes when we come back and we wrap it up? Sure. Okay. Sure, absolutely. Great, great. Well, all right, folks, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man sitting in for the Lee brothers. We have Brad Owens. We're going to take one more break. We will be right back. Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Show weekdays from noon to one right here on WNTW 820 The Answer. Richmond's choice for conservative talk. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing, too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. (sighs) Are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. Hi, Richard Lee here. What would you say if I told you you can have an awesome woodworking shop today? A 5,500-square-foot woodworking shop loaded with MacDaddy state-of-the-art equipment and tools, and you can be in there right now making whatever you want to make. Also, training at whatever level you need or want. I'm talking about RVA Woodworker Shop on Waller Road in Richmond. You can be a member today. Stop by and check it out. The Lee Brothers are members. You should be, too. That's RVA Woodworker Shop. RVA Woodworker Shop at 4840 Waller Road in Richmond. Haley Buick GMC on Midlothian Turnpike is excited to have one Buick Cascada at the dealership right now for test drives. It's an exciting Buick convertible that has the style and class that will have you on the road feeling and looking great. This car distinguishes itself against all other cars on the road. Visit HaleyBuickGMC.com to see a picture, then go by and take a test drive. Be sure to ask for the Lee Brothers lease payment. It will at least get you a full tank of gas if you buy the car from them. Spring is almost here, so get the car of your dreams today at Haley Buick GMC on Midlothian. That's Haley Buick GMC. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on the Lee Brothers program. And uh, we have Brad Owens with us if you're just joining us. And, uh, with Brad, we're going to let you just wrap it up here because we have one minute left. So take it away. Well, an interesting thing happened a few months after the attacks. Was the CEO was called back from overseas. Jan Vicentainer pulled him aside um, and told him, uh, this is the contracting folks, that uh, you know they, that we needed to be in lockstep with them on this Benghazi thing and that uh, not to talk to the press and not to talk mm-hmm. to anyone from, uh, you know, investigating and that we had won a lot of contracts, and we'd like to keep it that way. And it was a very much a, an implied threat. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we, we're now we're hoping that we're bringing all of this stuff out and telling the truth about it now, uh, that hopefully President Trump and his administration will take notice. Hopefully the members of Congress will take notice. And that's a message to your folks. Uh, okay. If anything... You know, if anything I've said has resonated with you, pick up the phone, call your members of Congress, and ask them to, you know, demand a new investigation into the contracting side of the God, the how these mistakes can be made. Okay. Thank you so much. God bless you, and thank you for your service, sir. 